New on Curiosity Stream. Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. So, so it's come to our attention that YouTube is using our channel as a, as a mechanism for everyone around the world to learn about Toronto real estate. And it turns out that the algorithm needs all of you to make a lot of comments. And reply to comments, especially ones that you don't agree with. And let them know how idiotic they really sound and your opposite opinion to what they think. Or what we'll we be think. There, and we'll be there to support you. Thanks for liking, commenting, and subscribing. And especially arguing in the comments, please. (laughs) Duke it out. (laughs) We're we're going to head in the direction of real estate today. That is the goal. You're going to try and talk about real estate today. Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome. Our favorite guest, uh, Nasma Ali. She is back. We are so appreciative of her time today and we're going to get right down to it. How's everything going, Nasma? Hi, it's good. Good Thanks for having me. Good. Is real estate not in Toronto right now? Yeah. Still a thing? (laughs) Is it still a thing? Yeah. Like, are people still interested in real estate right now or is it kind of like, is it old news now? Yeah, that's a good question. I heard I the market kind of slowed down a little bit. People are yeah, over I heard it. it died. Yeah, yeah, tons of inventory. There's just yep. just well, a lot of options. No, not tons of inventory, but Talk it's definitely it's definitely slower now. Not everywhere, uh, okay. but it's slower than spring. Tell me sure. what you mean by slower. Slower means a lot of different things. Means uh, less showings way less okay. showings so less volume on your listings of people coming in to see them yeah yeah okay. and uh there's a lot of listings out there that have an offer night and they end up with zero offers oh where is and, this happening well um let's just say for example east end right okay. in the east end there's been consistently ever since after labor day there's been about 30 40 listings a day hitting the market so you can imagine that that's that is a lot of inventory, and usually, by the way, like usually, what happens is that there's a whole ton of these. That doesn't mean there's no buyers, but what happens is because there's so much competition, like so many houses out there, there's all there's always like a handful of houses that are beautiful and shiny, and all the buyers go to that house and offer on that house, mm. and then all the other nice, decent ones are neglected. And they're left with no offers. But then what they do is that the next day they just relist at, a, at, at the price they actually want. Right. And then, but they'll sell. Like we're not in the US. You know, we're not like Southern America suffering real estate where, you know, you can stay two, three, four, five months on the market, not sell. We're pretty good. I mean, we're kind of spoiled here. You know, if something doesn't sell on offer night, it's the end of the world. You right. think that there's a problem. There's no problem. There's also nothing wrong with the house. It's just that. You know, there's a lot of you're, you're competing with a lot of houses. That's why I tell a lot of people that, you know, if your house, I mean, it's hard for sellers to be 
objective about that but you know if your house is kind of average right or if you're if you're my house is not average it's better than everybody else yeah yeah exactly do you see the grass you know how long i've spent on that grass do you understand how functional this kitchen really is when you think about (laughs) it look at the drawers look at the drawers when you open the drawers and you know two people can be standing back to back and be both not touching each other that's funny don't look there yeah (laughs) At or, least 15,000. That value. cupboard or, was perfect before you got here. Yeah. <laughs> or if you have like an, a house that's that has some issue, like a deal breaker, for example, if it's facing if it's facing a school or if it's on a main road, right? Those what houses, are, if there's low inventory, you can do very well. You can do the best. Mm-hmm. Low inventory in hot market. But in a high inventory market, you're not going to do well because now you're just competing with so many other houses. I'm so confused, though. Where is this East End with all the inventory you're speaking about? Because this is the first I've ever heard about that. Access what? inventory. What Nasma's the, so uh, the expert here, Daryl. So there's so I, much. I'm, the, I'm, I'm not questioning her. I believe oh, yeah. her. I just haven't I heard this before. So I am yeah, in shock yeah. here. It's funny because we had a listing in Milton and we had a listing in uh, Oakville and we had a listing in the East End. Um, and, you know, for a lot of our, you know, our offices in the East End, a lot of our colleagues have listings in the East End. We all talk. Um, the one in Milton got 15 offers. What, hold okay. on. What's East End, though? Are we talking like East End? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Leslie. Durham? It's oh. still no, it's still, you know, urban, urban Toronto. Lots of yeah. inventory in the beaches in Leslieville now? Yeah. Yeah. More than there used to be. But that's normal because everybody, what happens is that there's um, a collection of like, a, or a, an accumulation of, of inventory because from July onward, people who are not desperate to sell or they, they just need to sell eventually, they wait until September. So you basically have like a month and a half of inventory that's like bottled up and, and waiting for like after Labor Day. And then mm. after Labor Day, they list. And so there's a lot of listings out there. And everyone's hearing right now, low inventory. Now's the time. So my house is worth 20% is, more. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to list. Now's the time. It is low. This to from low inventory to even, even, or even a good amount of inventory anytime soon. It is Impossible. low, by the way, it is low mm. in some areas. It's still low. Um, so yeah, that's why, I mean, in Milton, we still got 15 offers. Uh, it, the price point was 850 K with an offer date. Um, it was, that, uh, and what then it the sell for close to a million. See, this is, this and... is good news because what happens when the market gets too tight, all the sellers, all of a sudden get really greedy. Everybody wants way more money than their house is worth. And it puts like strain on the market and the agents and buyers and their stress and emotions and all that kind of stuff. And then buyers get so emotionally taxed. They're like, I don't want to go out. There's no inventory. There's 20 offers on every, they need to hear that a property didn't get the offers on offer night. And they need to hear that someone bought something for maybe under asking in order to keep the market going. Right. So I, I, I'm glad the direction that it's right about. Yeah. Go on. Says here, Toronto besieged by tightest real estate market in recent memory. But we have short memories in Toronto, Daryl. <laughs> mm. We have short memories. I feel like this is not real time. I don't I, think they're well, this is, is the real thing. time. I well, think it, because it, it in came August, out on the 25th. It came okay. out September 25th yesterday. But that, they probably have August data. That's yeah, the problem for sure. with these news outlets is that yeah. they have 
And in August, yes, even the East End was very tight. We had clients, buyers. They're like, there's nothing there. There's nothing out there, you know. But uh, but again, there's some houses that that are still, by the way, there's some houses that are still getting multiples. There was one house we were looking at was listed at, I think, one five. It was a beautiful house. It checks all the boxes. It's like perfect, right? It's the shiny object. And they received a bully and it, they sold for one nine, right? Which we thought it would sell for one eight. So again, some, you know, products are still like detached with parking, renovated. Those are still doing well. People, you know, they're still kind of looking to, to move to a bigger house, but not as much as uh, in spring because be honest since last year from last year until september right most people who wanted to move moved Mm -hmm. right what's left we're not going to have that intensity for another year all the people that needed to do it they did it the the motivated people did it right now it's just the the few for the small percentage of people who maybe didn't think of it before now they want to do it or, you know, now they're, they're thinking about it, whatever it is. But I mean, last year was a lot of unknown. And so it pushed a lot of people to make decisions based on that unknown. Whereas now I think there's less unknown because a lot of companies have, you know, told their employees either, you know, kind of what their plan is. Either we're going to stay remote forever or plan to come back by December, right? I just heard that today. Before we get too uh, far into the market stuff, what yeah. I want to know is, and I want this, I want the truth here. Okay. <laughs> I don't want any, I don't want, I want the whole truth here. Nothing but the truth. Always. Yeah. How did you become the realtor yes. of the stars? Yes. I have the same <laughs> note here. How, how on, are you the celebrity the realtor? So what is funny. the secret you can hold share on, on, to new on. realtors that they're aspiring to be Look in your this. shoes <laughs> one day? Oh, Look God. at this. Hold on, what did I do wrong here? I was going to ask the exact same question. <laughs> I got it right here. Realtor to the stars. Realtor to That's the stars. Funny. That's it. That's funny. No surprise. <laughs> Not How did really. this happen? Not he's a surprise amazing. to her. Yeah. yeah Look at this. Amazing. No surprise yeah. to me either. No, you're a great agent. And this is uh, oh, thank you. your brand. Absolutely. What a beautiful oh, picture. You. Yeah, that this. was such an incredible experience. It just was so surreal working yeah. with him was uh yeah really cool experience um and he's a nice guy so it made it easier uh no i think it's really i mean it's not okay forget about the realtor to the stars that that part is not true but um just but the it was sports just stars connections. yeah right it was just through connections it was i mean that's what we're we're in the business of this right meeting people talking to people and uh you know you build your you know one person connects you to another connects you to another and and this was just kind of like a mutual friend that connected us. Yeah. Cool. What would be your advice? Nice to- it was it was a Facebook ad. <laughs> it was a Facebook <laughs> ad that he clicked, <laughs> and then uh, he connected with me. <laughs> what What would I'm be joking, your advice? It's to- not a Facebook. I know, ad. I know, I know. I <laughs> Why do the- you know? But maybe other people. <laughs> <laughs> I bought what, it. What bought um it. What would you give to adv- advice right to people who are saying to themselves? I want to be, you know, a, a, a high profile luxury broker, not even just the celebrities, but just people who are more, you know, um, you know, in that position in life, what would you say to give advice to a young realtor out there? Uh, I would say the best way would be to shadow a realtor who is a luxury realtor. It's hard to qualify. Like what, what is a, what is a luxury realtor? Because, you know, luxury in the U S is a million plus. 
here a million plus is not luxury <laughs> you know what i mean i'd say like maybe three million plus something like that um but uh but yeah i would say just to shadow an agent who does do a lot of these um you know uh, high price point deals uh, and you can learn a lot and be you know there's a lot that you can learn from that um and should i join it should i join a, cr- a country club you make it yeah right. should i join <laughs> should i join like the granite club or something like that Mixed first with those people you know yeah. what it's funny because uh, there's someone who's telling me that um he door knocked, um, I think Forest Hill, I don't know where, some expensive area, maybe Bridal Path, I don't know, some area that's, you know, really expensive. And he said, you know what, you'd be surprised, nobody door knocks those areas because they're intimidated Sure. that, you know, all the dominant agents, you know, own it and these people are not even going to give you the time of day, but he's like, you'd be surprised. They never get anyone door knocking their doors. They're lonely. They're, <laughs> and so, they're, they're lonely. drinking all day. That's right. <laughs> Somebody, please come to the door. Talking to all my nannies and butlers are sick of me. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. That's amazing, though. So yeah, good for you. Thank you. I wanted to ask you, and I was actually going to lead in with the same thing to tell us the honest to God truth, which I know you will. Although it's very enticing to answer the right way this question, but mm. like, was there? Was there like a notch that you like, did you up it a level for him? Like it was ah. there like this other level of Nasma ah. that Van Fleet got to see? <laughs> um, I would say no. Like, I mean, I gave the same, the same, uh, that is the right answer, but that's the truth. I treat I'm all my the clients same. the same. I, I do, but you know, You're I do because, to me. <laughs> yeah, listen, Van Fleet's leaving and you, whenever you, this you season's over, us. whenever, but people here, I mean, they're repeat business, right? So, because, right. you know, I help them, they refer friends and they have friends here and they, you know, they buy again. So I, I know it's an, not the fun, fun answer for you, but it was mm-hmm. the same. The only thing that was a little different is that um, I just don't ask questions. You know what I mean? Like usually if it's a client, I'll ask like, oh, you know, what's your situation? How, you know, what do you want? Why do you want this? Or why do you want that to try to yeah. figure out? But or with him, it's like, I'm not going to ask. Uh, oh, so when are you going to be here for showings? I would literally just send the, I'm on a need to know basis. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's really because I don't think they want to be bothered. And I don't like keep asking, hey, when are we going to go? Like, I just. I leave them alone and that's it. Right. Yeah, that was the versus with other people. I mean, it's a little different, right? It's more, you know, hey, when do you want to see these places? And, um, you know, when are you available? And, yeah. So, one of the so criteria, with us, who's coming with we, us, with him? I'm not going to ask him who's coming with us. Like, right. I don't, it's none of my business. So, yeah. So, we talked, we talked about it when, when we were looking at houses uh, a few months ago. And, I, I figured and I, I could be wrong, but like the lack of inventory is at every single level, like having more money doesn't make it easier to find the house that you're looking for, yeah. does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, like there's still only a few houses that he would be willing to buy, right? Yeah. yeah In the area yeah. with the finishes. Yeah, or... there was. I mean, even at the time, right, there was not a lot of inventory. So when did this like, happen? At that time. Um few months ago, I think we started in spring-ish or like early, I think early uh, summer or something. But um, yeah. Why did he yeah, choose to buy no, now? Did he does, did he already own and he, he was up in it oh, because I don't of wanna, his contract? I don't or we say, don't know. I don't he, signed the, he signed the contract in January. So maybe 
that was part of it, right? Four year deal. I want to know if he's going yeah. from a rental or if this guy just went <laughs> can't from say, like can't say. Boom to what kind of car does he drive? No, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, we'll have we'll have Fred on next week. He's a yeah, close right? personal friend of somebody I kind of know. It's great. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. so the market the market is obviously still moving. Like we're definitely seeing uh, interest, and there's and there's lots yeah. of buyers out there, and that there's people yeah. who are still keen. What do you what do you see is like a new trend? So we had everybody obviously buying because of COVID and they were like wanting bigger houses and stuff. Why are people moving today? Like are people buying just because they want to get investment properties? Are they buying because they want to upsize still, get out of the city? Is there any trend that you're seeing? No, I mean, now it's more, there's still some people who wanted to leave the city and they just finally made that decision now right because not everybody's that quick not everybody's going to decide to do this in like six months or you know in that first year some people were still kind of debating doing it and now they're reaching out but again it's not as many as there were in the first year right Mm -hmm. um in terms of trends it's uh it's such a weird time because uh, i mean condos is a whole other thing but um because condos, that that also was like going up and down. Um, but I'm also seeing people now with just normal circumstances, you know, like they just feel like the space is too small for them and they want a bigger house, which is in any normal circumstance, they would have said the same, you know, when their five-year term ends or whatever. Um, or people who, um, who, what was it? Uh, yeah, they came across inheritance and you know now they can get a bigger those house. are the best clients <laughs> yeah right found found but, some uh, money along the way right <laughs> yeah. upsize upsize my life yeah daryl daryl quotes you a lot for like i think it's uh, your twitter about um uh the downtown condos right and and it's mm. uh you know about maybe rentals that are coming back students that are coming back investors oh, that are coming back God. What's going on downtown and with the condo market? I mean, it's that not my focus. So so. Yeah. Last you know, time you were here, summer. you were, it was like dead and like you were saying wow. people quit, can't even sell their condos wow. and you so don't know what to tell different. people about values. And now yeah, it's, yeah, well, that was six months yeah. ago. So now what's, what's going on in condos? That was so different. Was that six months ago? I feel like. Yeah, you were, it was six months year? ago. Hmm. No. We don't oh, ask yeah, until I was, you forget about Okay, I was talking the about the year before though. But yeah, yeah, that was so, I'll never forget. <laughs> never forget. What, last this summer? Just, no, last year it was oh, brutal. how it was. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like if you've gone through that, then you can go through anything <laughs> in terms of selling. Because yeah, we had condos for like three months. It, it was, again, it was one of those things where, you know, if you have a condo with some issues, like we were selling a two-bedroom condo with over $1,000 for condo fee it was a new building and that's mm-hmm. not a normal amount for a condo fee it's way more than it should be yeah. uh, and that was extremely challenging and why was it so it, high I think it took three months oh it was just i mean to be honest there was no straight answer i think it just started climbing I, I don't i just don't think they did a good job the board did a good job managing it but um there wasn't like a one reason but yeah it was just uh, it was tough selling that one but yeah so since then, what happened? And even rental market, the rental market was really, really bad. Right, horrible. Um, like it's yeah. back to pre, pre, pandemic yeah. levels. No, yeah. close. Close downtown. Yeah. I mean downtown. Yeah, downtown. Yeah. So I mean, rentals for houses were doing great, right? Rentals for houses through you know from like end of last year, 
until all of this year, they were actually doing very, very well um, because more people wanted to be in the house. Also because some people wanted to be in a house and they realized they couldn't afford to buy a house. And so instead they went to rent a house and there were multiple offers on houses. Okay. Offer dates on houses. Yeah, that was that's funny. That was in the beginning of the year up until like, you know, let's say summer, but then summer was a different, a different type of wave. Right. A heat wave. It was, yeah, it was, it was more um, students and students who need a place by September 1st, a lot of international students, mm -hmm. a lot of Chinese students from Vancouver, um, what we were, that we were seeing. Uh, Chinese just, students uh, from Camp Vancouver Yeah. that were going to school you... in Vancouver and switched oh. to here? In Toronto. No. They probably like are immigrated to Canada to Vancouver and then wanted to come to school to Toronto. So they're like yeah, Chinese yeah, descent. Yeah. So yeah. my my little sister is just starting her um postgrad masters at uh, U of T. So I went and rented her a condo with her friends. Mm -hmm. And this was in August, I think, maybe July. Oh yeah. And it was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. There was like oh, yeah. there was like nothing was available. Everything that came up was leased before we even got yes. to the place oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh the in prices that the prices had climbed up when i looked at the numbers in two months prices climbed up 10 or 20 percent yeah. like it was yeah. pretty pretty drastic they ended up at a thousand and one bay which i'm really happy with because they're right oh, nice. in the area that they want to be yeah. in and and they took an older <laughs> unit that needs work and i said like mm -hmm. not work but you know what i mean not updated i said forget the fancy stuff get into a bigger space and have mm -hmm. the location because she's doing stuff yeah. that's sick kids and something else in that area um but i thought like Oh my gosh agents in that space are struggling right to find a to find a property especially down in that bay their tenants, yeah, oh my god i was seeing a lot of desperation by the way those students are actually international students in Vancouver. they're not just like immigrated a lot of them are like you know actually international students for some reason i don't know why they were living in vancouver maybe their parents own property there but then they they school is back by the way it wasn't just students uh, there were a lot of employees, uh, office workers that, you know, their office said, hey, like we're planning on, you know, having kind of a transition back into to the office this fall. So we saw a lot of corporate people, um, executives, right. whatever, even if they're not executives, like any, whatever it is, um, coming back to the city. And a lot of people who are living in their parents' basement, right? right? A lot of people from the service industry who now they actually have a job like again. And so now they can rent with their roommates again. So yeah, we were just seeing everything and everybody was wanting to come back for September 1st. So what we were seeing is day one, we had a few rentals. Uh, day one on market immediately offers above asking one year up front sight unseen these people wow. these agents are so desperate they're sending Crazy. the offer as soon as they see the listing they look at the photos the general criteria offer they it's didn't crazy. see it it's With crazy no like condition I, of seeing it no i feel like we went it. i feel like we went from like free tvs and free months and like free moving costs to all of a sudden oh, it's like yes. bidding wars on everything is like yeah, one day to the yeah, next yeah it was I, like day and night i have so like, many landlords who suffered last year 
You know what I mean? When it was really, really hard. And like you said, they were giving discounts and they were pushed in a corner to, you know, to do or to give all sorts Take of less. incentives. Yeah. 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 That's, that's going to be the... You, Go ahead. You remember I told you that, sorry, you remember I told you last year, like usually if you're, you know, your lease, if you're renting your place now, you know, you're competing with current rentals, right? Like when you're leasing out. But last year, even if you're not leasing out your place, if you're on a month to month, you're automatically at the mercy of what's coming up in your building. Do you see mm -hmm. what I mean? Because now yeah. tenants are actually looking at what's coming up. And they're like, hey, this is 1900 and I'm paying you 2300 I can easily move to this unit in the building. See what I mean? So yeah, you're not even in the market. Must, yeah, and a lot of rents must come up around the same time because the units got built at the same time and got yeah. sold to investors at the same time, got yeah, tenanted the around the same time. September oh, yeah. is big too. September is big. We had, yeah, we had a pre-con. Uh, we had a pre-con, but uh, yeah, that's the thing. You know, That's the thing that you should keep in mind when you're buying pre-con is, you know, if it's very investor heavy um, on occupancy, it's not going to be that easy renting out the unit. Um, yeah, it's, even in a hot market, I mean, to absorb all those units. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we had like sight and all that. And all these things, by the way, we're not, I didn't add, like, it's not like I asked and I said, I want a year up front. They just give it to you. Wrong they don't even call you. you. They don't try to negotiate. They just, they give it to you. Uh and well, then literally every every two some... hours, I was getting an offer, an offer, an offer. Agents calling. It was just yeah. I had to actually send a mass message to agents. You had and say that hey, we've accepted. Please like stop calling, because wow. it was just because everybody wants to call and like what can I do? Like there's nothing to do. We literally just accepted, and so uh, some people were having offers. You know, I mean, we had nine, ten offers in one day. So yeah, it was it was a frenzy. It was a frenzy. And, and, and prices, uh, though, for condos, though, like for people buying, is that not yeah. uh, something like, I don't think they've all come back in a lot of areas. You know, what's interesting is that for the longest time since COVID, investors have shied away from buying resale condos. Buying resale? Yeah. Specifically oh, I see. because yeah. the rent tanked, right? Mm -hmm. Already, already in our market, prices are so high that rents barely make sense. You're always out of pocket by like three to 500 a month. Right. Mm -hmm. That's our market. Cause it's so expensive. And or you have to put a lot of equity. I'm in. talking. Yeah. Yes. I'm talking. If you put 20% down though, it's like you're, yeah, you're, you're three fucked. to 500 out of pocket, yeah. but people are buying it for the appreciation. Right. Um, but when COVID hit now that three, 500 was like a thousand out of pocket because the rents just went so low. And so it just didn't make sense for investors. And that's why there was even more pressure on pre-con because pre-con mm. is affordable more than houses. You know, the higher houses go, uh, then there's a shift where then the condos start going high because people who realize they can't get a house, they now shift to condos, right? Now, yeah. the investors weren't shifting to condos because it just didn't make sense. They don't even know when they can get it rented. They don't know how low it's going to be when it rents. And so they were going towards pre-con because for them, pre-con, they don't have to worry about a tenant for another four or five years, right? So so that's why pre-con is, you know, you can ask anyone who does pre-con intensively and they're just, you know, it's hot. Oh, they, it's they not. They get it's... sold out. 
you know. I just saw I just saw a release in Pickering for nine fifty plus a square foot. Condos or houses? Condos, Pickering. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, universal yeah. one. Crazy! Mm-hmm. I was in Guelph yesterday. Yeah. Okay, you want to talk? It's like a construction boom going on in Guelph, yeah, yeah. all near the university, just like yeah. building after building. There's mm-hmm. cranes. It's like, oh yeah, insanity. What's going on? And not hearing, even uh, close to enough. No, I was hearing a story from a baby boomer this uh, week who said he went to University of Guelph back in the '70s, whenever it was. And because the baby boomers, obviously, there was this huge population growth and they hadn't planned for that. So at university, they had no dorms. So literally oh. everyone used to just live in tents outside in, in the oh campus field because oh. there wasn't enough places for people to stay. Oh so gosh. he's like, young people are complaining about housing today. He says, but this is what you had to do. And when the baby boomers had, they had 10 times as many people applying for everything that you were going to. Right. So right. they finally figured it out 50 years right. later, build some more units. <laughs> Build some more units. Well, they needed some time to build up the equity to they do it. They needed time. Yeah, they right? needed time. Yeah. So I, there's a couple of things that we definitely should talk about. I mean, we just had an election, for God's sakes. We should at least talk about what we think the effect on the real estate market will be from Nothing. getting the exact Nothing. same government back. That was good. Nothing. I wasted my first vote One of all word. time to get the ah, same. That was your first vote? Yeah. No, it wasn't. I swear to God, it was. Oh my goodness! To get the same government, we're gonna have yeah. to. We're gonna talk later, Daryl. We're gonna oh, talk I mean, after the, the show. The only thing I'm worried about is just the capital gains on primary residents. You know? oh, that's yeah. unlikely. Uh, that's there's unlikely. the kiss of death. Yeah. 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 The liberals are gonna but, just keep on giving everybody money, and the real estate market's gonna keep going up. That's yeah, what's gonna but happen. It, you know? Yeah. Think- exactly. You know what's funny? Yeah. Go on. We're going to see a trend where people are going to wait to see what happens with this CMHC increase. Like, why not wait until this policy goes through? Because now you, you, you know what I'm talking about? They're raising, they're increasing the CMHC loan to 1.25 million instead of a million ceiling. Yeah. Right. Which gives everybody more buying power. So today, yeah. if all you can afford is a million, if you wait for this thing to go through, you can afford one and a quarter. Now, when that's with less than 20 percent down. Know. You're saying what he's talking about is if it's less, less than 20 yeah, yeah, percent down. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, now it's a million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but like if this is circulating out there that this might happen, wouldn't you say like, I'm going to kind of wait and see. Maybe I can stretch my dollar a little bit further. But yeah. when is it happening? I don't have a nobody knows. Ooh, maybe nobody know. knows maybe if it even does happen. happen. Yeah, that's right. It's just a it's funny that the parties like the conservative and liberal, they both had the same the only same stance is like, yeah, we're going to tax or vacancy or foreign buyers. It's so easy to target. Okay. It's so easy to target foreign buyers. First of all, they have like almost no, like no real weight in our demand supply. Like it's not that much. It's not going to make any kind of effect or real change in our market, but it's easy to target them because they don't vote. So you're not going to offend anybody by by doing this. Right. Yeah, like on a multiple offer. But you can pretend you're making a change on a multiple offer night when you have 15 offers. How many of them are from foreign buyers? Probably none. Zero. I'm telling you right (laughs) now, none. Yeah. No one's ever come to me and said, like, he's in Hong Kong. He's in India. He's in England. I've had that. Yes, I've had that. But it's such a small. It's like one percent. It's such a small percentage. They leave that out. And they're not the ones that are kind of you know making this market the way it is. Come on, that one percent is not what's changing, like what we're seeing. 
But you know when the, oh. the couple writes the letter, right, with the photo of themselves? I got one of those this week. And the foreign buyers should do that, right? They're like, hey, I'm in my flat here in London, and I really like the photos you have online, and I swear I'm going to close on time. Here's my... Here's my check. It's 50,000 euros. And, you know, I'm a great person and you should sell your house to me. <laughs> I'm going to rent it out to somebody local. And they, and they could probably win a few rounds like that. I think it would work. You should no, try it. I think people look down on the, they don't want to sell it to foreign buyers. Somehow they, they you know, connect that with like, yo, why our market is the way it is. But it's, it's not. No, isn't it foreigners. the way it is We're because of the blind bidding? It's the blind bidding. It's the foreigners, Daryl. Are we getting rid of the blind bidding? They're buying all our real estate. By the way, the open bidding also has its problems. If you read articles, you know, what's in Australia, because they have that open bidding, it also has problems and issues like fake, mm -hmm. like ghost bidders, right? Like fake bidders. Come on, like nothing is yeah. perfect. There's yeah. always going to be, you know. It'd be nice to see like what the top bid is, though. I mean, fuck, how many people, including okay. me, paid yeah. way more than they needed to because they could afford x and they were yeah. just like you know what fuck it let's just put in no. x and see what happens okay no? but, but no. what if this what if this for example yeah. just daryl we're going to use a, a a real life scenario here what if the price that the other bidder right ended up mm -hmm. being very close to yours and then that incentivized them to beat yours because they saw where you were maybe they another thought round, they were paying another too round much. Live then you go another round so you end up paying more because you're going to say Damn it. Now he's up by me for 5,000. Well, I'm going to go up 10, right? So like, that's my thing is like, at what point does, where does it, it stop? stop? Yeah. I think there's just more of that on a smaller incremental level. If you can see what the other person bids, but if the market keeps moving by like 10% because somebody goes all in with all their chips, right. And they didn't need to, then the market just constantly is artificially being pushed higher than it needs to. Right. So yeah. let's say I could have bought my house for one, six, two, five, instead of one, seven, because I saw the other guy was at like one, six, 10 or yeah, whatever yeah, the yeah, fuck. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now I, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pushed the whole area yeah. to one, seven now, like, mm -hmm. right. Every comp now is looking at my house in the area as the that's most exactly recent. It. And that's what keeps fucking happening all over the place. Right. Now, now will, will eliminating blind bidding, change that it, i mean it has to have an effect on that somewhat it that has to be the better of the two evils if they're both evils doesn't that I, sound beautiful yeah it sounds it sounds good in theory but again people are competitive so just like an auction for a piece of art you know someone might go in and say you know what i'm willing to pay a million dollars for that piece and the next guy you know just says oh you know what it's it's close or but i'm not really that interested but if that guy was at 995 and both put their best bet and didn't know, they're nervous that it's going to get accepted or not. And they just basically call their, their limits at what they are. That 995 offer, he might've said, you know what? It's only an extra five. I'll go up 10. But the guy at a million's like, I really want it. I'm going to go up another 10. Oh, it's only another it. 10. And it's, oh, not that it I, it's not I really want it. Everybody really wants it. It's like, how much do you got? Right? It's I got that, this. Though. That's what I got. That's what I can afford now because I've looked at so many. I've lost out on so many. This is what I got. I want the house. Yeah, but some people have a hard max, by the way. Not everybody has an unlimited like 510k more, 510k more. Five, yeah, but that's what more. I'm saying. But if your max yeah. is one five, it's like just fucking go at one five. Let's get the house already. I, I yeah, look at another There's house. scenarios where the blind bidding would allow for the house to sell for less, but there are just as many scenarios where it will end up getting it to sell for more. 
Yeah, it's yeah. not a I perfect agree. fix for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, it seems a little more legit. Like there's, I I feel from the not agent perspective that there's a lot of shenanigans that could possibly go on in the background with all of these. Like, I don't know who made the offer, what the offer was, yes. if there was even another offer, yeah. you know, did yeah, they really yeah. come back at this? Like, where's yeah. the motivation? Where's the incentive? Right? It's yeah, all and it's the happening honor, it's very the honor fast. System. And it happens yeah. very fast, by the way. Honor system. In our system, we, you know, if we feel, okay, so this is, uh, actually, I'm just going to, if if I feel that someone is coming in with an offer that they're going to win, right? And they're above what the last comp was selling for. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't just say, oh, okay, accept it. Right. Because there's always, who are these people? Do they have 20% down? Right. Because mm -hmm. keep in mind under a million, you don't have to have 20% down. Right. You know that like 15%, 10%, whatever. But I always ask the agent, like, do they have 20% down? Do they have extra money? Do they have a cushion? Because what if it doesn't appraise, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's not going to be by a lot. And, and one more thing I'll, I'll say, I know you, a lot of people think that they're overpaying when there's an offer date. Um, usually, let's say the, the price range, let's just say, oh, between it's worth between 950 and a million based on what comps, like previous comps are saying, right? On offer night, just from me being on the other side, like on the listing side, a lot, right every week we have a few like sales and i'm on the listing side and so i get to see the quality of like all the offers coming in right on multiple different properties um it's gone are the days where the winning person is like two hundred thousand over okay that's rarely happens anymore. over the asking or over, over the, second, the second over the second place okay mm -hmm. that's very rare nowadays if we get like the other day, if we got if we get eight offers, they're all let's say we listed at 750 and the value is about 830, right? They're all in increments. I can tell you right now, between let's say, I don't know, 765, let's say, 765, increments of 5, 10, 15k, all the way until let's say 850. That's really what it is. Like the second and third price offer that we had uh, on one uh, on one property were a difference of one thousand. There was one time we sold a condo, and that was a, a townhouse. One time we sold a condo downtown. We had like ten offers. Okay, on round two, you know everybody's like close to like they were like one one something. The last comp was one one. Okay, or like no, sorry, a million seventy. Okay. And we felt, okay, we got a bully for like, you know, whatever it was, let's say one, one, but we felt that we can get more just based on the showings. Right. And this was, by the way, this was pre post COVID. I mean, post COVID, like, you know, um, after COVID was introduced into when people are like, Oh, what do you mean? Post COVID It's not the, okay. I mean, after COVID existed, right. In our lives, um, obviously we're not over it. So anyway, uh, but yeah, after that happened, um, because there was, that, that's what I was going to tell you guys, like the condo market went up a little bit. Now it's slow again. But anyway, um, so in that property, we had 10 offers. When we came back for round two, the three top offers were all one, two with maybe $500 between each other. That's hard. Yeah. 
that's hard because and these are three agents who really wanted it and they were like trying and calling you and like building rapport and it's hard to you know if you lose by fifty thousand, you don't feel as bad but if you lose by five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars so anyway so the point and by the way you know the funny part this is interesting part it's a condo downtown and the three winning offers at 1.2 were all agents from hamilton burlington mississauga they were not city agents Really? Right. Yeah. Because they're all like, I know, family friends or the kids, they were coming from, this is the interesting part is that the kids are coming from like Caledon or I don't know where Hamilton, all these other parts of uh, Ontario. And now they're moving into the city because of their jobs. To buy or to rent? To buy. To buy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's, there's such a mix now that you're seeing that everything is fascinating to me. Right. Whereas before, when people say that they're coming to the, to work, it's normal. Now, every all of these things, I just want to know what everybody's story is because I'm just trying to see what's the trend, what's happening nowadays. Right? Are people coming yeah. back? There's a lot of couples that are looking for a two bedroom, two and den, and they're working downtown. Like there was one couple now, one person, um, their job asked asked them to be in the office. And the other person is permanently remote job, but they want to be downtown because one of them, their office is downtown, right? So you don't have to both be needing to be in the office, right? Um, but yeah, the point is the offers are actually, it would surprise you. They're all hovering very, very close together, very close together. It's, uh, you know, you don't see, you know, 100,000 over anymore, over the second, uh, second place. It's rare. I guess you'd probably see that a little more in the higher priced stuff than you would in the sub million. Yeah. No, even in the higher price, I'm telling you. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In 2017, there was like examples of like two, three hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah. More. That in 2017 that happened yeah. a lot. Yeah. Where and we've had we've had a couple price, since then. It's not like it never happens. It, it does happen. It's so rare, though. It's so rare. For the most part, a majority of the time, it doesn't happen. For the yeah. most part, you're not overpaying. And actually, buyers are pretty conservative with what they're offering you. Like, they're not just throwing all their money at you and giving you 300000 over the, you know, over the asking. But uh, oh, when yeah, they do. <laughs> but when they do, that's, you know, yeah. a good day for the sellers, right? Like you said, one yeah. was what? Listed at one five, it sold for one nine recently. You said you yeah. guys thought maybe yeah, yeah. On a, bully, a bully offer. Yeah, yeah it like was worth about the, one eight. The cojones that it takes to put four hundred thousand dollars over. They just want like, it. You know what it is? They just want to get it done. They want to get it done. They love it. They don't want to keep looking. It's getting cold out there. December's around the corner. They don't want to be looking while it's Christmas. So that's it. They just this? locked it down. That's one thing they should fucking ban for sure is bully offers. Like, what is this? Oh, shit? really? If you say I'm not taking rules. a bully offer, then you I don't agree. take yeah. a fucking bully offer, right? Yeah, I agree. Like, That's one rule that I would stand behind 100%. But they probably bully offer. No, but, it's just an offer. In yeah. writing, though, in writing, the seller has to, when they list the property, they have to have a direction and it yeah, says box to offers check. anytime, 48 hour irrevocable, or an offer date, and the seller can't go back on it that that would be a good rule but the sellers can go consumer. back on it no, sellers that's because they're the consumers they i know they can't they're the consumers they get like, to decide but I, I wish they didn't 
you have to check off this box here. You get two or three rounds of, of go backs. And those <laughs> no. are the rules for this. That's tough. Rules yeah. of engagement. Why would you tell people there's going to be rounds and then everybody's coming in so low? Well, and we're never going to get it done. Everybody goes in. They're like, I don't know. Are they going to ask us for another round? I shouldn't go yeah. with my highest thing right now. And I don't know By what way, to do. And then, just... What the fuck? They took that? It's 500 bucks more. Yeah. Fuck them. Well, fuck you, you TK. You didn't do okay. your job, you asshole. <laughs> let me let me give you a scenario. OK, yeah. let me give you a scenario. This is funny. The five hundred dollars more thing. OK, I've been in a situation where, you know, the two offers were extremely close. And sometimes, by the way. Agents, I mean, the, the seller just basically has to decide between between two identical offers. Mm. We, they came back and they were and they both said that this is our highest, right? And they're at the exact same offer. And so now the client has to decide, okay, which one do we like? That's why sometimes personal letters, they're 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 useful because they can get a glimpse of you know who oh it's a family oh they're found their parent is ill or whatever it is right. Um, or who has the higher deposit or who doesn't have a clause that's too picky, right? Like they have clauses that are picky. They might say, okay, no, no, no. This one has a much cleaner offer. Let's just go with it. So, so I've been there and, and I'm just going to say one thing. I've been there where the agent, one agent was pretty aggressive and saying like, this is our final, you know, that's a good offer, whatever. And I went to my clients and I'm like, you know, this is it. They decide, I don't decide. And they decided on the other person because how I feel is if I were on the buyer side, I would have liked someone to give me one last chance because it's the same offer. Am I right? Of course. Yes. Yep. But yeah, at least but, give me an option. But when you Those go to rules. people, when you go to people round two, okay, that's fine. That's understood. When you go again to someone on round three, you know what buyers think? Oh, what You're is asshole. this? You're playing us again? Yeah. More money? That's what they think. That's why you set and up the be, rules. No, but that's, I'm but telling it's tied. you. Because, but that's it. But by mm. the way, you know how it is on offer night. The, I go to the they don't believe, you can't, first of all, you can't say like really tied. Like you There's can't no give tie. that information. Terms count. And, and also, I mean, yeah, terms count. But also they won't believe you. They're just going to think you're playing them. And buyers take it so personally. Their emotions are so high. And yeah. so for me, it's like, okay, do I want to be in a position where they think I'm playing them? You know, and maybe one of them backs out because of their emotions. They're like, oh, I don't, I don't want it anymore, right? Like that happens, right? Mm -hmm. Or do they just want to just pick an offer? And it's funny because the agent will be pissed off. The losing agent will be pissed off no matter what, you know, but they don't realize that I could have helped them if they didn't get pissed off. I could have given them one last chance, right? But a relationships lot of people let emotions between agents. Yeah, yeah, relationships agents... between agents is crucial. Crucial. Yeah. yeah. If you're if you're a jerk, um, or you think you know you're you're the best real estate agent that ever walked the, the face of the earth, you will have a uh, day of reckoning. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, it'll if work against you eventually. Agent, buy or buyer or listing, agent, either one. Okay, if you're a listing agent, yeah, that's fine. I mean, they can do whatever they want, but let's just think short term. You, as a buyer agent, if the listing agent is a terrible agent, you need to put that to the side and don't go telling your clients, oh, that it is terrible and so hard. Like you're just riling them up mm -hmm. to that. Is, the, the agent now is a reflection of the house. 
now they feel like they don't like the house anymore or they don't like this or you know what i mean so it's or the sellers there's no or they don't point. like the sellers because they're, they're agents the, seller. the sellers the could be the nicest exactly. people in the world it's yeah. like too many emotions that are unnecessary just because an agent is not doing their job properly and so you know just put that to the side swallow your pride be nice to the person kill them with kindness you know just be nice to the person. as a buyer agent you should always be nice to the selling agent in, i think the listing in, agent should also be nice to the buyer no, no, no. Agent, i'm with you, you 50 um, agents. by the way yeah there should be no vinegar but i'm yeah. just telling in reality buyer agents should be always be nice for the sake of their client right to make this mm -hmm. work um listing agent yeah of course i mean for me i when I'm on the listing side, I really feel for all the buyer agents. I feel for them. Like, I feel bad. I know this is not the first or last time they're losing. They're going around the city. They're helping me get a good price because they're bringing me an offer. So I have a lot of respect and I treat them, you know, with dignity. And I call every single one to tell them they lost. I don't mm -hmm. just text them. A lot of agents will just like text or send an email or keep them waiting until or midnight. Or through Broker Bay. Yeah, or through Broker Bay or wait, keep them waiting till midnight and be like, sorry, we accepted, we went with another offer. But for me, it's just, mm. I, I I feel for, I don't want them to wait too long. Um, and so I want to get the show on the road or, you know, like, let's just make our moves quickly because there's people waiting and there's like families waiting. And uh, and also I call them to, to tell them. And I really feel, I, I hate making those calls. I hate making those calls. It's much easier for me to just text them and say, sorry. It's hard to have those calls, but mm -hmm. I still do it because you, you the, the least you can do as a courtesy for someone who actually took the time, you know, they took time to see the property, to ask questions, to write the offer, to present it. Yeah, they tried to, to help you sell draft. the place, right? They helped you sell yeah, the place exactly. too. That's, that's, that's what I think what people forget. They help, they're helping you get a better price, right? Because the more yeah. offers you get, the better the price. So, yeah. Yeah. And the tables always job. turn, like I said. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's always going to be a day 100%. where that listing agent who's the jerk is going to be presenting an offer and somebody's so going to true. treat them the same way and they're going to go. So Ooh. But That's I find true. that there is, there. there is yeah, a consistent. There is there is a consistent um attitude that I've seen from some agents. You know, it's not mm. it's it's mostly men. Mm. And they've also they've been in the business a long time and, and yeah. I've heard it from them several times. And I'm like, hmm, that guy sounds just like so and so and so and so. And I and I way? and it's unfortunate. Just, you know, like kind of arrogant and is it a sock wearing person or is it a <laughs> sockless yeah. wearing type? Sockless. A lot of socks. So oh, <laughs> socks. I was I'm shocked. I thought they'd be sockless. So, so here funny. Let, let, can we shift gears to something that's super important in the real estate market right now that yes. might is definitely not at the moment is not relevant to Toronto, but I think mm -hmm. there could be an effect. I'm interested to hear your opinions on it if you have one. Um, have you been following Evergrande or Evergrande in China yeah, by in China. any chance? Yeah. No, no. Wow. This so is a this major is a... player yeah. in the Chinese development world. And they've been riddled with debt for years. And they're now starting to default on a lot of their loans. So the Chinese government's cracking down and basically saying, we need to start regulating how much uh, balance sheets are um, in debt with all these major developers. So it'll really change how developers oh, wow. can, can, can move. But the scale so, of this company, I mean, this is a three to four hundred billion dollars of debt. Like, wow. like, I don't even know what companies to group together in Toronto to 
for us to understand the magnitude of yeah, this, none. right? Like four, 300 billion, like what? You have to lump in like yeah. Cadillac Fairview and like all the big REITs and smart centers and RealCan and like all, all, them. Of them, all of them, all of them, plus all yeah. the top developers, like yeah. probably to just grasp North America. the idea. Like so how would this trickle down to here? Okay, so we so people are out there saying, is this like a Lehman Brothers event where in the States, if you remember, Lehman's kind of had an yeah. effect on Toronto. I got caught in the crossfires big time from that whole thing. I lost everything and then some because of those fuckers on Bay Street, right? So, so we have the exact same thing over here, like just way too much corruption, way too much money, way too much debt. And like, a mat okay, so these guys have, I think it's like 1.5 million buyers out there that have paid deposits that like their properties are not even under construction yet. 1.5 million people like who are going to get ruined by this whole thing on top of all of the trades that don't get paid, all of the banks that don't get paid back, all of the suppliers. Where, okay, and, where are these people though? They're in China. China. Yeah. Yeah. But but there's also like a lot of American banks that have lent money to this. There's companies. a there's a huge uh, amount of foreign um, I don't know uh, creditors. No, Maybe it's yeah, a good thing, though, for Toronto. Like maybe all these people that have been starving for real estate that don't trust the system over there will need more places to park their money. Better, yep. safer places. How even. is that good for Toronto? It's just going to increase. They can write the letter. I mean, they can write the letter. I was screwed over. Listen, <laughs> we come from different perspectives. I don't care about a balanced market, right? Like, mm. like a realtor cares about a balanced market makes life way easier. I'm yeah. a developer. I want these prices to keep pushing up, even though it makes life harder. Like they have to keep pushing up in order for our projects that we buy five years ago to make sense by the time they come to market. Right. Like we need this appreciation or else like imagine if if all the developers all of a sudden like there's this 30 percent correction. What happens to all these projects? What happens to the no, but that's what like a crash. Yeah, they, don't, they don't get 30%. built. The, pro the projects don't get yeah, built yeah, at, those, exactly. at those prices. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so we lose sudden, we lose the inventory that those would create. I see a ten percent. Uh, I see a ten percent uh, shift in uh, suburb in the suburb and cottage market. Cottage maybe more. Cottages see, currently or cottages coming and down. Two, okay, correction. Um, currently. No, no, not now. Okay. Coming. I coming. think yeah, coming. I think Prediction. in two three years cottages there's going to be a ton on the market that's what i think on the water on the because, water because okay forget about right. muskoka i'm talking about all the other places in the middle of nowhere okay that nobody even heard about before all of a sudden everybody's hungry for cottages anything that's under 500k they wanted to get it they were using a toronto agent who has no idea what they're doing in the cottage and all of a sudden they have infected water or they have black flies, they can't even sit outside, or, you know, the place is completely, like, there's no foundation, whatever it is, like, that's ruined, it's a, it's a terrible place to live in, or one time I did this story, and someone told me that their Toronto agent got them this place, and he didn't know that they were snapping turtles in the water, it's a like a <laughs> waterfront, snapping yeah. turtles, you can't even swim in that water, and they have no idea, and they overpaid, because they're yeah. using a Toronto agent, so you get some alligators, anyway, 
Is yeah, it? Get a couple. I don't know. Get a couple pet yeah. alligators. Throw them in the water. <laughs> but but the water is suspect already. Yeah. And, and by like, the way, I wouldn't go in half of it. And also, if you know, if anything happens in life, what's the first thing you get rid of? It's your, you know, a luxury product or like your cottage. That's a bonus. You just get rid of that if you need to extract for money. Also, mm-hmm. the other thing is a lot of people had this fantasy of a cottage, but they have no idea how much maintenance is involved. Oh my god! It's a I money did it for pit. a week. It was hell. Okay, it's a yeah. money pit, and it's a lot. They closed at one time. Yeah, and then but I was okay. That's what I'm telling you. I'm okay putting the canoe in the water. I don't want to carry it back up the hill and put it on the rack. Like you, there isn't somebody that does oh this. My God. Or, oh, you know isn't what? There a or robot? they buy a place or they buy a place that in winter is inaccessible because there's no cleaning of the road, right? It's just things that they don't even real, they don't know they don't know. Yeah. So you the think agents, that the Toronto be, agents don't know. So but the think, be, market's overvalued, 100%. Oh, I think in forget yeah. about Muskoka, maybe not Muskoka because that's all big money, right? But, and it's staying, it's there to stay. But all the other areas, I mean, you know, I, I think that in a year. Meaford. Years, what about Meaford? Meaford is beautiful. Yes. Meaford. Did you on the see? List. Did you I see Freed? Freed Development just bought mm-hmm. all the like resorts in Ontario, oh. basically. No. That's another thing. It's like, listen, you know, we were all we had nothing to do except go to a cottage in summer because no one could travel. You see what I mean? When traveling is going to come back, like, you know, there's going to be less demand. If you were looking for a cottage, for, for a cottage this summer, the prices were like $10,000 for a week or something. It was so inflated. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Everybody's we, we, looking. We paid eight grand for a week in the shittiest place. Like, I'm not kidding. Yeah. We, we turned yeah. on the fan and it started snowing. It was so dirty. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> Eight grand. Yeah. It's like insanity. So, but okay. Imagine if you're the guy who bought a cottage on the water like three years ago, just to put it on Airbnb. Like, are you like, imagine how much money you just made last summer yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and what it. the rates went to and you what bought you three paid more for the cottages. place. Like yeah, your appreciation just, went like eight times and then the rates went like 30 times. It's just not yeah. going to stay. It's not going to stay. stay. Well, you That's heard what it I think. First. I, I that's what I think. I think the I, I Airbnb think market, short term market for cottages will stay. That demand will be there, right? Because yeah. I think more yeah. people value cottages today. I think one thing that I've noticed yeah. is cottages used to be like the white Canadian thing. You'd go up there and it was just like, so you'd have to put sunglasses on because everyone was so bright because they have no tans. And then <laughs> yeah. now you go up there and it's like Toronto, it's like multicultural, yeah, like everybody yeah, enjoys yeah, cottages. Yeah. So I think that there's that's more um, interest in cottages now, which that's is good. good so airbnbs but yeah the prices uh way overvalued you know we still have those rules against airbnbs so it's still a very tricky thing right in toronto they have that but in in cottage country it's 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 a little bit different there's licenses that they have each municipality has different and you know there's some a lot of places you can't even airbnb their 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 city has like you know they don't let you yeah some some people people don't know that they buy they think they can airbnb and then they realize they can't and even if you can a lot of times like the neighbors are not happy with this because they live there all year long and they don't want you know this to be an airbnb place but uh, oh i was i was just gonna say before i forget because i know there's not like a lot of time left for wrapping it up yeah for for condos so what happened is rents went down so investors got out of it um and then when rentals kind of you know then rentals came back right so the prices were about almost pre-covid 
Um, and so we started getting more investors wanting to get back into the condo market, right? Um, and so condo, condo sales, they went from high at the beginning of this year, because, you know, coming from a really, you know, low, low uh, last year. So they went high in the beginning of this year in spring. Then it kind of dipped. And then it went up a little bit again at the end of summer. But now it's kind of dipping again. It's slower now for condo. So it's just so many waves for the condo market. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not dead, but it's slower than it was um, a few weeks ago, a few months ago. That's, that's why people I mean, if you trust... needed a place for school, yeah, yeah, that whole thing dried up, right? That yeah, was the and, push, and for right? work, and for work, and for work, people need right. a place to to they they're gonna work, and so they wanna you know a lot of uh, you know six figure eight hundred credit score. A lot of uh, those tenants uh, moved uh, moved to the city who have like who have like really good jobs. Um, but, and what are they going to do? They're also going to buy at some point. But, um, but yeah, so the condo market is fluctuating a lot um, in terms of resale. Right now, it's slow. Next year, I mean, it's still a really low interest rate. That's what's just going to keep it solid. You know, that's it's propping the real estate market up is the 1.5% interest rate. Sure. So it's like even next year when say some say, oh, like, is it going to crash? I don't think it's going to crash. Like worst case, it'll be the same. You know, or like same as it is now. It's going to get bananas around here because soon they will start letting in a ton of immigration. Like they're letting in flights from everywhere now. Yeah. Like it's literally like nothing's going on. The only thing going on now is vaxxers versus anti-vaxxers. Everything else is like we're open for business. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I can't buy houses. Those anti-vaxxers. If you don't have your vaccine, you can't buy a house. Oh, my. They're not allowed. Let's not even go there now. You know what? We we supported ourselves in this past, like since COVID till now. It's been all internal demand. Right. And we've Mm -hmm. done really, really well as a market, you know, very solid. When I say next year, I kind of mean January, February, March. Like, how is that going to look um, in terms of when when do you think that people are going to actually fly here and move here and travel here and be a tourist here? When do you think that's going to happen? I think it's There's starting no end already. Yeah, it's starting and it's longer than we all thought. I think not so. that much. Well, they and, have and by the let... way, we're not we're not Italy. Like you see all those tourists going to Italy and, and, and Mexico and all these places. Nobody's coming to Toronto to spend their vacation. You know, no, what I, mean? I don't we think don't it's have vacation. Yeah. It's people are moving here and moving their yeah, money for here. work. Yeah, for yeah. work, Plot, for life, her. to get the hell out of crazy, you know, government regimes all over the place right now. Yeah. I mean, this is a pretty good looking place to live compared to like um, oh, 100%. Afghanistan, for yeah, example. Yeah, of course. Of course. You don't want to live there yeah. right now, would you? Yeah. 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 So all the reason to get a professional to help you out buy or sell Toronto real estate. Nesma, help me out. If you want to be treated like Fred Van Vliet. If you want the royal <laughs> treatment, how do how do our listeners find That's you? Funny. Where where are you at? What are your contacts here? Um so okay, well, my website is onegroupre.com. Um and uh Nasma D O T A L I. You probably have it in your description. Nasma.ali. We will put it there on Twitter, Instagram, 
Um, I post a lot of stories on Instagram. So yes, more than it's great to follow, you know, informative. And uh, if anybody hasn't followed you already, they should follow you today. And we really appreciate you being on the show. Now, in case anybody, when is this going to be ready? I don't even know. This will be ready generally around four to five o'clock. It comes out. Oh, today. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah thank Later you guys today. for having me. This may or may Thanks not be the last us. time I come on. It's okay. We won't ask you for a very long time. We promise. Unless, and feel unless promise. you don't make it 10. Why? Was this bad? No, no this was great. amazing. <laughs> great. Listen, okay, I was just going to say, if you yeah. want to no, do no, it no, at I'm like joking. 12, 1 o'clock next time, we'll move the okay. needle we'll definitely, We'll okay, definitely do maybe, it at a later time. Yeah, on a yeah. Sunday, that would be better. No problem. We thought we thought that like... We thought teleporting you into our studio yeah, was like funny. a pretty big offering, but obviously yeah. not enough. Yeah, but that's, that's okay. We will, we will try and exceed your expectations time. next yeah, 12. time. No, because you book it a month in advance and I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh my. No, you get to <laughs> dread I, it for a whole month. And now month. I'm in Collingwood with like not this background. <laughs> oh my but God, I, I got to do this. See my fr- like I'm literally, oh, no. I, have the, I have pillows <laughs> under this laptop to prop it. Anyway. But uh, yeah, thank you guys. It's always fun. You're our it's favorite natural guest. conversation. Oh, yes. you say that to Absolutely. every guest. No, no, no. 100%. Most of them, I don't know so much. They don't make it back. That's so good. <laughs> most most of you? them don't make it back. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. But yeah, okay, good so luck much. out there and, and safe uh, trip getting back home. Have a great day. Yes. Take Have care. Good, Bye, guys. Take it easy. New on Curiosity Stream, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, Kim Kardashian. Tycoons are in many ways the lifeblood of society. They are willing to put everything out there. They're willing to lose everything. See how the super elite use their money and power to shape our lives on Tycoons. Plus, from Japan's unbreakable super code to the algorithm mining your Bitcoin, we're breaking down the world's most famous encryptions on cracking the code. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.